And uh, we came back, and I was like, everybody, here's the pizza and sodas. That's all I said in the sodas. Mm. And two of them, dude and a girl, were like, sodas? Where are you from? I was like, I'm born and raised here. They're like, don't you say pop? And I go, show me on the bottle where it says pop. And they're like, but but it's pop. And I was like, yeah, I understand. I say pop, too, because, like, we're weird, but it doesn't say pop on the bottle or the can. Nowhere. It was a debate. What about soda pop? Does it say soda pop? It just says soda. Really? Yeah. Just you know, it's one soda. of those those little things you never really notice, right? Well, it's like it's like okay, so on the can of my Budweiser here, it says beer. Mm-hmm. It's it says beer. You and I universally know this is beer, right? Yeah. We don't sit here and say, "Hey, give me a barley." True enough. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to really go because hello and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. We are late. We know we are late. The movie came out months ago, but here we are talking about The Flash, a movie that Eric and I have fought with each other because we both did not want to see this movie. But now it's available on streaming. So today we're talking about The Flash. Eric, how the hell are you doing? I'm excited that all these movies are taking like two months to go from theater to streaming, where it used to take a damn near a year, right? Where you'd have yeah. to wait for Thanksgiving or Christmas time for it to be out, and now out on exclusive Blu-ray DVD. Uh, but yeah, now it's 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 almost like streaming is like the dumping ground. Just like, right. all right, get it out there. Uh, if it failed here, just throw it out there. Throw it on the streaming. Throw it on the streaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are, The Flash. I feel like this was a rushed movie. I feel like DC was just like, all right, well, we have it. And they caught themselves in some controversy with the lead actor, who timing was perfect, by the way, with all that controversy that happened around him. And then they just said, they, Warner Brothers, and everyone just said, screw it. All right, well, uh, we're already in. We're already this deep. Let's just release it and uh, kind of just keep it moving forward and get James act- Gunn to clean everything up. I actually kind of dig that. And the reason why I kind of dig that is because people need to learn to separate the actor and the person. Yeah. Right. Like for an example, right. I'm not saying what I condone. He did was right. Meeting Kevin Spacey alleged or not, whatever doesn't matter, but I'll always love him for John Doe and seven. And, and when I watch that movie, I'm not going to think of, his controversies. I don't know what the controversies are with this actor. Um, you told me about him and I try to look him up. I read some stuff about it, but like people were blaming that this movie bombed because they didn't like this actor. But kudos to Warner Brothers for just saying, no, we filmed the movie. We're not going to give in. Here it is because we're doing a whole new universe. Is this actor, uh, Ezra Miller. Ezra, you're right, Miller. Um, is, do we know from Gunn? Like, I'm like, is this it? Is this it of this, like, Snyder verse? So is this actor going to be in gun stuff or is Flash Evan? Like, what's going on? So about that, we can talk about the production of, of this movie first, if you want to, before we get into the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but I want to know what's going on. Yeah, because this yeah. this movie, I think, had gone through two different directors as well, too, possibly three. I think there was one that was on board that wanted to do it, but then he backed out due to creative differences, which is the popular excuse. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what Andy uh, Mis- Mischetti? Muschetti. Muschetti Spaghetti. 
uh, came out there. The it guy. Yeah, he also did Mama, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that he came in and and did this movie instead. But uh, James Gunn, I believe, had not answered the question so much. Everything that I had looked up for James Gunn had said that this movie is setting up for what will be the new canon. So he's not dismissing this movie, nor is he dismissing the events that happened in this movie or the actors in this movie. He had simply said, and again, through many attempts of interviews that I've seen, that this movie is merely is supposed to be a setup towards the next chapter. I don't know how that is going to plan out. I don't know if they're planning to kind of wipe a clean slate with this whole uh, new timeline multiverse type of thing, or if it's going to be setting up for something that is yet to be revealed in these movies. That's that, the makes sense with how this mo- that makes sense with how this movie ends, that there's this alternate kind of verse. Um, so this act, so Miller may be Flash still, we don't know, this right? This movie uh, also had um, filmed, I am reading, four different endings. Well, I think this ending was okay for what we got. So, okay, so knowing, okay, so this movie's like the Iron Man, right? This is a movie that they don't know what's going to happen, and they're setting things up. So this is going to be the universe builder? Yes, I I think, yeah, I think we could say yes for right now until we get the next piece, because it's really up in the air. And uh, as long as they get rid of Gal Gadot for... uh, Wonder Woman, then. <laughs> oh, come on, Eric. We liked her in the first one. Did the second one burn you that bad with her? Buddy, I, I liked Wonder Woman. I, I did, but Gal Gadot is dry as toast, buddy. She looks fantastic, and Chris Pine carried that damn movie. Both movies, if I could say. But she is just... Am I alone in this? I don't know. Maybe, because the second one was bad. This is not a Wonder Woman review. Check us out at movieguyspodbean.com for that review. But, I mean, she was good in the first one. But, okay, so we're establishing that James Gunn, James Gunn is – this is going to kick it off. This is the catalyst, if you will. Ben Affleck is not coming back as Batman. So we'll see how the world works. James um, Gunn yes, had so- said for – sorry to cut you off. He had said for the new Batman um, that he's going to be – he wants it to be an older Batman. He wants to be a grittier – kind of uh, towards the end Batman. Ben Affleck, then. So he had said, well, I guess George Clooney, or, uh, you know, to put that, but he had, in the in the endings that he had filmed, there was um, three with actors who were previous Batman, and then there Besides was... Kilmer. And then there was one that was supposed to be completely anonymous, where it was just a foot stepping out of the car type of thing, and then... Barry or Flash's response of like, who the hell are you? And then cut to that was originally supposed to be the introduction for the new Batman. But ah, gotcha. that, uh, again, might be a rushed project there. And they just like, OK, we'll just put something else in there and let's get it out. So the last thing about the production is I'm assuming that the Batman and the Joker movies are they have nothing to do with this. The, the, those movies are their own things, right? This has, those movies have nothing to do with James Gunn. Correct. I would assume so as of right now, yes. And I think this movie okay. actually did a pretty good job of almost like merging every every DC product, every uh, movie yeah. kind of t- together into this one kind of world. Um, I'm excited to talk about this because I, I will uh, – I've been toying with this 
really, I have after watching this movie. I've just been thinking and thinking, just like, oh my god, do I? I think I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I I wanted to, Jordan. The more and more I think about like the whole time travel part of it in DC, it's just like, wow, I, I like. I actually think I like. There's a lot more than Marvel's multiverse. This is not a great DC movie. This is a great Warner Brothers movie. I mean, what, and what I mean by that is DC, we already know how we feel about it, right? But Warner Brothers, I feel, really just threw everything out, especially at the end with the reveals of everything. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a great Warner Brothers movie. I think that they, uh, I think they took their shot, and I think that they won the game. Um, I don't like this movie. Okay. Uh, I'll just come up. I, I don't like this movie. I will not go back to this movie. I will go back to the to the nostalgia parts because those were great. Um, the movie's pretty to look at. Very pretty to look at. The movie does a good job by starting you out right in the beginning, and it doesn't slow down. Like one of the things I was nervous about is like, okay, so this is just called the Flash. It's going to be a Flash origin story. The movie starts out with Flash at Starbucks trying to order something and then he gets a call from alfred to go to gotham right and uh he's in the street and he gets ready to do his flash pose and these girls like oh my god the flash and the flash title goes away very campy very funny like little things like that okay that's the kind of movie we're getting into but then he he runs and the cinematography on this i kind of wish i saw this in theaters because it would be clean to see this kind of special effect. It looked good. Yeah, him running. Yeah, I, I was really in, impressed by that. I would say that the only other time I've seen something as good as that was in uh, the Eternals, actually, which nobody liked. Yeah, uh, not not a lot of people like the Eternals, and uh, almost at a second glance of going back to the Eternals, uh, because it really was a a pretty movie but it just kind of failed in every other part right <laughs> eric it was so bad we didn't even review it yeah yeah and um and there's the funny thing about it too is that if i were to give you solo shots or like to screen takes from that movie everyone would probably agree like oh wow this is actually it's very it's very pretty right. I, it's just a damn shame you couldn't uh put an actual story a good story behind right. it or that it was kind of too many actors all at once does this have a good story? Is that the same aspect? Because do we know these things? Now, okay, so hear me out. I don't know if I'm going to confuse you. I'm a DC character guy, but I like the Marvel movies more. I, I gravitate towards DC characters more, like Batman, Superman. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? I, I do gravi- too. You're right. Uh, Marvel is always kind of like the kidified when I was growing up, right? Iron Man, Hulk, Fantastic Four, but they had Batman in DC, right? And then you had like Alien versus Batman, Alien versus Predator versus Batman. Like they had those kind of crossovers. So thus was kind of my thing that I was into. <laughs> the DC movies besides Batman has been crap for the most part, mm-hmm. not all. So going into this one, I don't know anything about Flash. I know Flash his name is Barry Allen. I've heard reverse flash. I've heard of dark flash. Uh, I know that he can run fast. I know that he can, you know, the basics. So right off the bat, this movie, this is my question right off the bat. We find out that his mother 
this is an origin movie. His mother was stabbed by a robber, as far as we know. Yep. And his dad was found guilty, but claimed his innocence. Is this BS made up for the movie, or is this part of a comic? No, Do you this know? Is, this is origin. This is a, a part of the beauty of I find of the Flash and a lot of DC characters, because they, oh, you know what Ben Affleck's Batman says it in two. Uh, in this movie is that their scars define them their scars make them who they are all uh, most of dc heroes became that way because of something traumatic not because okay. of an accident the accidents usually come later but it's more so that something happened to them that shaped them in their direction and that is what caused them because they're so hyper-focused on something to either have an accident or to get exposed to whatever it is to get the superpowers Marvel seems to be not necessarily quite the opposite, but more so that, you know, oh, well, here's, you know, Jordan, just an everyday man whistling down the street, do, 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 do. And then all of a sudden, oh, what truck, what toxic waste comes in and splashes him. And now he's got to deal with the responsibility. And, you know, I'm not oh, Alex Mack. But you know what I mean? Because and now that you had that responsibility, then yeah. the tragedy happens around you because you're, you're trying right. to maintain a life in this new responsibility at the same part. Where I think again the real life of of DC most people can really relate to is because you you start with this baggage, you have this thing that defines you. You have this this huge event that was made you know such a ripple into your life that it, that Barry it, it caused him to go into forensics to you know, criminal forensics and, and psychology right to to try to. Um, reverse the things to, to, to really try to uh, get his father innocent to, to try to find some sort of DNA evidence that he can can work through to prove that not only is his dad innocent but that his mother you know was killed by somebody and they can find that mom Bruce Wayne, so this, his this parents were killed yeah, I'm, I'm going okay 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 so this is true though right this is canon to the comic book like his mother was killed and his father was accused yes Okay, so but not in this way though, right? Like mom was not killed in her home and dad was out no, grocery shopping. Is, this is exactly this is exactly um, another one. And take this the way it is. I'm just asking, uh, what nationality is Miller? He's like Hispanic, right? And white. It's Ezra Miller. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. He's American. Well, I'm just asking. Born in well, Jersey. No. Well, no, I'm just asking because is. Uh, because his mom was definitely Hispanic in the movie. So is that something that's true to the comic? Or was he was he a white dude back in the day? Oh, you know? no. Um, for the most part, you know, superheroes in the in the 50s okay. were, were okay. white. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't know if this was a thing. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. Um, okay. So, so then is Miller – another question I have about the history. So is Miller, in your opinion, since you know this history, is he a good Flash overall? Like, is he a good Barry Allen? Uh, he is he is he fumbly like this? Like, is he dorky, fumbly? Oh no, not necessarily. It, this uh was more of people compare him to like a Sheldon Cooper. I heard that a lot. Hell, even Sarah said that. But online, you know, it's like this. He made it his own. But no, Barry Allen is more of your. I don't like a Peter Parker kind of type. Oh, he's, he's just kind of okay. quiet, you know. But he's an average person, you know. He likes a hot dog he likes you know to go on a date and stuff like that uh he likes a baseball game he's just kind of regular this guy is very much more introverted and closed off 
I always got the impression that the other Barry was, yeah, of course, he's not like the most extroverted guy, but more that the older he got, he was more just involved in, in his work. You know, he's, he's, he's driven by, by the, the study. Gotcha. Okay. So then, okay. And I lied to you. So my last question then for the origin of comic versus this movie is how he gets his powers when he goes through time and he makes, you know, Newberry, if you will, get exposed. Like, is that true to the comic as well, where he was working late and a lightning storm and chemicals came on him, like, and he's now super fast? Or is yeah, that just yeah, and it's it's yeah, called the light. True? It's called the light force, by the way. Yes, and okay. he is exactly how he described it, where he was working in the lab. And in fact, I think the original Flash movie uh, did the exact same way too. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what happened. He gets struck by lightning, or the light. Sorry, the lightning hits the chemicals, which electrified chemicals go over him which he then obtains the life force so this movie so okay so the reason i'm asking these questions because i'm not like a flash fan like I, I know the flash of course i remember the 80s 90s tv show that was campy and bad but i just want to make sure that this movie's telling the actual real comic storybook uh, origin and it seems like it is it, it's got a lot but Again, they're adding a lot to it. Like Dark Flash or Young Barry is, is something that can be new. A lot of people are taking this from the story called Flashpoint, uh, where it takes a very heavily of the same story where Flash goes back in time. Um, and Bruce Wayne is involved in that one too. But that's its own separate story, which is amazing. But this heavily takes from Flashpoint. Is okay. So why do I know the name Reverse Flash? Is that Flash? His name is Zoom. Is Doctor Zoom, uh, by the way, um, Doctor like Zolo, um, something like that. But yeah, he's uh, he just he's not even in this movie, so we shouldn't even worry about him. Oh, but, oh, but he okay. he's he is um, just so you know in the character, he's he's a guy that uh, Flash has already been, you know, kind of. A, established in this world and he's the guy that is like a fanboy he's so obsessed with flash and he he tries to be like flash and eventually he's a doctor he finds you know the kind of the way to become the flash and then slowly long story short just turns evil so he's like you know mirror flash so he wears a yellow suit with red accents where i've flash... seen the yellow okay all right so is that his joker yeah, sure. Yeah, let's just go with that. And it, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and because Zoom kills his mom. Oh, okay. See now, it's, okay now, see me now knowing somebody, no, not knowing this movie, I thought that he and himself in this movie would kill his mom, or yeah. like, or like Dark Flash was going to kill his mom. It is a guess. There's the other thing about too, because there is they do a lot of time travel on this, and there's a few questions I had about it, um, and maybe we can wait for that for the end because I, I it, there is a, a few. It bothered me about this movie. We we're just like, well, if you're going for the time travel aspect, there's a lot of things that are, um, but it's Flash. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, that kind of concludes our like origin education Jordan thing. So let's get into the movie. Yeah, we'll save those, this, that part for the yeah, movie. That, that took longer, but hey, I thought that was educational. So not going scene by scene, but this movie does take place because I asked you before off air does this movie take place after justice league and this does so justice league has already happened snyder cut or og uh, justice league has happened yep so this is after um so alfred calls flash to come to gotham to help we get this bank robbery bruce Wayne, blah 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 and there's this building that's collapsing another thing that made me realize the guys went to a hospital because they got a virus and 
The Flash has to clean up Batman's mess yet again. Has to, has to clean up Batman's mess, and then we get this 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 infancy ward, and babies fly out of the building. And I thought I was in trouble because the CG of the babies were horrendous. Yeah. And the dog falling. There was a random dog falling with his tongue hanging out. That was horrendous, too. And I, I kind of folded my arms. So, like, I want to paint this picture. Like, this, this, this hospital's collapsing. So, Flash is kind of like Quicksilver for me for Marvel, right? I mean, he's going to move super fast yep. and blah, 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 blah. They're called so, speedsters. Oh. That's, that. that's, that's the power that uh, they're called speedsters. Okay, so in order for Flash to be really awesome at his Flashdom, is that he needs to eat all the time to gain energy. Okay, so we get the slow motion thing of him doing. Uh, yawn, been there, done that, Eric, where he has to eat, and then he's going to miraculously save all these babies, the nurse and the dog at the same time. Yawn, arms folded at this point. No, yes, where, where are you with the babies flying out of the skyscraper? Oh, man, when uh, this happened, I yelled out loud. I was like, I said, no way. And then it happened. All the babies went out and I was like, no way. I yelled out. I was like, what? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was something I, it's, it's yawn. It's been there, done that. I mean, like, I know it's babies, but it's like, you knew that not a single infant was going to be hurt. Not that I'm wanting infants to get hurt, but it's like, I mean, come on. Like, why even put that in the movie? I mean, like, there's well, no sense of danger. You know it's not going to happen. Right. I, the, the thing why I think they did a good job with, with that, of showing that, is because they showed how Barry uses the speed force. I think I called it light force. It's speed force. Either way, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, when it's Barry, Barry uses his speed force to rescue everybody, it's very important that he not touch a human. So everything that he is doing is has to like Quicksilver, right, have to kind of play off of each other. Um, I, Why can't he touch a human? Uh, because the physics of it is that he's moving super fast, and so if he touches a human, that person who is not equipped to go that fast will, will basically kind of teleport. If you're falling... Oh, okay. You know, and okay, so he, all right. It's like a shock. Um, they address it later on in the movie when young Barry, you know, takes old Barry and moves him three feet, and then old Barry throws up because of the, of the force. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I'm with you. So yeah. So you are not allowed to touch any associate. So I think that sequence did a good job of him planning and how to you know how good he is at uh, using the speed force now to set everything up. You know to uh, to make it so that if I turn on this, it will activate and push this away. The baby will fall into this bed. Uh, put in the microwave here. Yeah. It, it's. Silly, of course, but we're in a comic book movie. It okay, was now kind of silly uh, and, and funny at the end at when you know he gets everyone at the bottom and there's the nurses screaming and he says, "Okay, now you're gonna want to see a doctor about this. It's probably very a traumatic thing for you." And then she screams again. Yeah, it's pretty funny. She screams again. Um, after this scene, we get a, a bridge, you know, saving people, blah blah, and this is where we get. The last time ever seen Ben Affleck as Batman, and possibly the last time Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, right? Like, Cyborg is not here. Aquaman is not here. Like, it's just Batman and Gal Gadot in Gotham City talking to Flash on a bridge. And then, boom, we're in a Flash movie. Yep. Right. 
so flat now i'm going to skip some things i don't want the show to go on forever and bore everybody but flash is dealing with the fact that his mom's dead and she was murdered so he has to figure out how to reverse time so he runs super fast or backwards uh super fast he runs super fast and yeah he he goes super fast uh the thing was that uh he has his rule i think it was established in justice league that there is the limit there's the speed of light the blur or the white the blue blur that i think is something like that the unknown that he is as his own rule not allowed to go past uh, because it's chaos theory after that. He doesn't know what happens. It's all it's all a mystery. He does it kind of in Justice League. He starts to get to that point, but um, he doesn't do it to this point. In this movie, I think he lets the emotions take over, and he was just kind of running to let off stress because of his aggravation of the father and you know still not being able to get over the death of his mother, the mysterious, excuse me, the mysterious de- death of his mother. So he just uh, does it like a Forrest Gump and just keeps Starts on running. running. Yeah. I love his father. I don't know the actor's Ron name, Livingston. but he's, al- he's always the guy from Office Space to me. Yeah. He always will be, and I'm sorry to that actor, but that's who he is. And that guy has an age since Office Space. That guy is looks still good. looks the same. He's in Sex and the City, too. They need to make the Swingers, sequel of Office Space. Band of Brothers, like he, oh, I, oh, oh, I know he's in Band of Brothers. I love Band of Brothers. I'm just saying, like he's always Office Space to me. Yeah, that you know the one, the one role, right? All right. What's what's pieces of flair? Um, so it was it was nice to see him in this. Actually, you know, he could have been a good Flash if this was the '90s. To be honest with you, yeah, and um, he he could have pulled it off. So Flash runs super fast, and he gets into this like. I'm going to call it and I'm going to murder it. I, it's probably called something. <laughs> Excuse me. It's probably called something. But he's in this, like, arena, right? He's, like, in this pit, and there's, like, a stadium seating of all these people, and he's able to, like, see past events to go to where he needs to go. Right? I mean, that's that's, right. that's the way that's the way I call it. So he eventually goes back to the point where he's a child. I'm going to say in the 90s. And we find out that this is where his mom gets stabbed. We don't know. So a, a question to spoil it for me. Do we know in the comics what happened to his mom being stabbed at home? Is this a flash thing of the mom being stabbed? Do we know or, or is it one of those like unknown assailants that still is a mystery? So, yeah, it, it's going to be that first and foremost. But, you, you know, comics... The stories can tend to branch. There's so many stories. Just like how um, there's the one storyline where it was the Joker that killed uh, Batman's parents. Right, yeah. Yeah, so it, it could be spread out. There, There's one where it, I think it stays anonymous. There's the Zoom theory, or the Zoom storyline where he does that. Um, I'm sure there's, there's more. I have not reached out to, you know, see those. I, I'm just familiar with uh, those. But I would think that for the most part, keeping it anonymous is what's going to drive a lot of this. And so they're going to keep that storyline for a bit. Do you think that uh, then the movie spoiler, uh, we don't know who killed the mother. Do you think that this movie deserved that? Do you think we should have known or, or do you like the fact that it's anonymous? I, I like this, that it was an anonymous. It's, 
it it helps for Barry's closure and for his ability to to move on because some answers are not going to be solved. Not every answer is, is can be solved, right? Is that what his mom says? Yeah. Okay. So skip a few scenes, but he goes back again. Every and question has a solution. Whatever you know what the quote is. He's back in modern time ish, right? Like okay, so after the, okay, so after the first time, but the next time he goes back, and he's at modern time, right? And he runs into young Barry. Is it what? What are we gonna call this new Barry? What? What's his name? Uh, I, I just go young Barry, old Barry. But is it young Barry, or yes, is it or it's is college it, is Barry? It, and then there's obviously mid thirties Barry. So he runs back in time to college age, then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or okay, he gets so he, knocked out of time around. That right. Age. Okay, that's right. Because he's running, and all of a sudden, this dark entity, right, pushes him out of the sphere, and now he's dealing with young Barry. Now, again, a person that doesn't know anything about Flash, I already know just from movie logic with doing this show that that's probably him in the future pushing himself out to save himself. Right. That's that's we, we've been there, done that's that pretty, kind of thing. Pretty fair guess there. Yeah. Right. Because I'm watching the movie and he's doing his thing in the sphere and this black entity comes out, this dark entity and pushes him out of the sphere. And I look at my wife and I go, oh, that's him like in the future. Because we've seen that a thousand times. Uh, yeah. And we're in college and now he has lost his powers. So he has to educate the most annoying young Barry. Is that his play on millennials? Is this young Barry's play on Gen Z? This guy's annoying, though. <laughs>, laughs like that guy's stupid. I hate young Barry in this movie. I really, really hate young Barry. I think Barry. that's the I point. I know. So maybe good job. But I hate him. I Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I give... I hate to give credit to Ezra Miller, but as an actor, he had great chemistry with himself. Okay, so I'm I'm sorry. Let's just let's just call out the elephant in the room. What happened? Short thirty second version. Like what? What of, happened? Of Ezra Miller. Why do people not like him? Something about him, like allegedly smacking his girlfriend oh, or something. Oh goodness, like that? No, there's a lot more. So there's disorderly conduct. Let's see. I'll pull up his his wiki here. Uh, let's see, disorderly conduct, uh, breaking a brake light, uh, drug possession, 20 grams of marijuana, it's not a whole lot. Um, strangling, let's see, Miller showed strangling a woman, throwing her to the ground, it was a video. Oh, and then uh, I think he went to a Hawaii bar, yep, and he got uh, shit face wasted and just started hitting people. Um, is he a drunk? Is, is, he, is, he, is he an alcoholic? No, is that there's a lot more. There was something else where he was like uh, stealing, like kidnapping kind of people. Or no, here we go. He was staying at, at somebody's house. He a temporary string order against Miller after the allegedly threatened the two, stealing wife's passport, husband's wallets. Uh, there was another one where I thought he'd like it. it listen, it's a it's a long rap sheet. Oh, here we go. I, I'm <laughs> there's yeah, there's the Hawaii incidents, relationship with. Some people here, goodness, ha harassment allegations. Here we go. Vermont farm incidents. This is a good one. Oh, burglary charges. Uh, Vermont farm incidents. Uh, T -T -T Miller had been housing a woman they met in Hawaii and for three and her three children on Miller's farm in Vermont. Allegations from both anonymous and and named sources, as well as the children's father, are that guns and ammunition are easily accessible to the children ages one to five years old. 
and that the one-year-old put a loose bullet in her mouth. Woman claims that Miller was offering them shelter from their ex-husband, who she alleged was abusive. Further claims uh, include uh, assault rifles being propped up on piles of children's stuffed animals, heavy marijuana use. Uh, okay, this so guy's basically this just, guy's, just doing wow. drugs and doing gu uh, guns in front of children. Uh, wow, this is terrible. Yeah, he he did. Hold on, there's a lot of others. Isn't there like, isn't there like a, isn't there like a now? The, one of the things that I found now, not that it matters, I guess, but isn't there like a, like a non-binary they them thing going on with him now too? I don't know. I think he's just one of those that likes to dress. Maybe he he is just to try to get some buzz or some pull, but I don't know. This guy's got some issues. I I, I feel there was another video of him. Some creepy thing about uh, saying no to con or saying something about consent, where if it's not consent, then he can just grab you or something. You wow, this guy has mental problems. He's there's a lot of wrong with it. Do your own research here, but um, it's it's a long rap sheet. Well, how about this? Just like I said earlier um, about Kevin Spacey, I don't care, right? I mean, you got to separate real life from actor. And I thought, for not knowing Flash, yeah, he was playing annoying, but he was playing. I, I dug it. I dug it. It was fine. Um, of course, we get the antics of him taking himself to get electrocuted so he can get the powers. That was all a funny scene, right? Like him trying to get electrocuted to get this. He's like, wait, you're gonna electrocute me? And he's like, yeah, you're, you're gonna get electrocuted, bud. Holy cow! Like, yeah. Jordan, you got me reading this shit now. Sorry. Yeah, he came out as queer, and he's quoted, queer just means no. I don't do that. I don't identify as a man. I don't identify as a woman. I barely identify as a human. He uses they, them pronouns. So he's on Pluto. He's, whoo. Yeah, he's, a... man, can I get some of his weed, actually? Oh, my. No kidding. Okay. Wow, he, if uh. Hey, if, if. If his weed is gonna make me feel like the Flash, I, I, you know, I'll try it for a joint. But uh, I, this guy is crazy. I don't want to be strangling people and housing a woman and their three kids from an abusive husband either. I want, I want him and Shia LaBeouf to make a movie. There, yes. Here we go. Let's and yeah. our and uh, Army Hammer. Why Army Hammer have an issue? I'm not. I mean, we're he's not a, gonna get into that. He's a cannibal. What? All right. The dude back, from Social Network. Back to the movie. Yep. Back to the movie. I did not know that. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, uh, wow. All right. Did not know that. Another um, Google. It's, you're going to have a fun night tonight, Jordan. I have not interested. <laughs> so, um, young Barry gets electrocuted, gets the powers. He does the, eh, and does all that stuff, you know, blah, 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 Yeah. Right. All the, all the jokes and all this stuff. But the thing that I really want to talk about, the thing that you and I really want to talk about, I think we've teased it enough. I think we've stalled enough. Is the cut so? Piece. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna say that I teared up, but this was this was special. So, so Barry tells young Barry, "We got to go to Bruce Wayne." And as soon as they pull up to that castle, I kind of had a lump in my throat. Yeah, because like. I knew Michael Keaton was in the movie. I knew he was going to be Batman again. The, the, the teasers were great. But then it doesn't tell you anything. So he's going to be Batman for 30 seconds. He's going to be Batman for a minute. Like, how long is he going to be in this movie? Right? Mm -hmm. uh, thank goodness he's in it long enough. 
Um, but I kind of love my throat because Batman 89 came out. I was two. Mm-hmm. I remember not that it matters, but I remember my mom, um, going to get her tires rotated or something like in the late nineties before Batman returns came out. Okay. And, and they would have Batman playing on all the screens, you know, like at, at the deal at the dealership or something. I mean, Batman it was, was huge. it was huge. It's, and we were born. I mean, well, I mean, you were born in 84, though, so you had a, you you probably remember it more than me. Um, uh, yeah, but not to a theater experience, but definitely to no. to the toy marketing thing. I had I was eating right. Batman cereal for a bit. Yeah, there was the Batman clothes, cereal, that classic black and yellow logo mm-hmm. with, the, with that shine well, on it. Yeah. I mean, like for me, I guess 92 would be Batman Returns was the big one for me then. Right. Because that was 92, a few years older, you know, at that point. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, I mean, Michael Keaton as Batman. I have been on the record of Movie Guys podcast saying that the Nolan Batman movies are great, but my personal favorite is Batman Returns. Sure. I just love Batman Returns. So, um, we go to this 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 Wayne Manor castle. I had a lump on my throat. I was like, oh my god, here we go, and we get, you know, something that kind of irritate me. I'm not okay. Yes, I will say piss say me it. off. We get the we get the we get the old man Bruce Wayne with the long hair and the karate and all that shit. I'm sorry, that's my one swear for the episode. Um, I was pissed during this whole fight. So what I am break this down. Alfred's dead in this universe. Uh, he's died of old age. And young Barry and our Barry go to Wayne Manor. They break in right, and they go into a kitchen. And then out of nowhere, here comes Bruce Wayne, long hair with a beard. And just karate chops these guys and goes into a fight. And I'm just like, okay, yawn. Like, that's not Michael Keaton doing these moves. Like, all right, whatever. And then once this whole little charade is done, we get to Michael Keaton making spaghetti. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, what's going on? Well, they interrupted him as they were as he was making spaghetti. That's why he right. hid in the pantry or whatever the heck that was. Right. And then, you know, so are we saying a a question I have for you? And I want to know your opinion since our Barry and new Barry or this timeline. Are we saying that Michael Keaton's I'm assuming Michael Keaton's Batman has existed. Right. So like Catwoman happened, Penguin happened, like like this stuff has happened. Right. Kind of thing. You know, I'm asking you or. Yeah. Yeah. But yes and no. So this is this is we'll get into the timeline discussion now because this is where I really think this movie shines. Um, this so we'll I have to address Marvel first because uh, I, I really do think that probably Loki did the best way of describing how Marvel's multiverse works. That there is one true timeline, right? There is the one main kind of thing that is continuing going, but in this timeline there are other timelines that branch off in the Marvel one, right? So off of this one timeline, you have all these other things that are just going around and all these other timelines that are happening, but they are all essentially part of kind of the same universe type of thing, right? So you have different variations of you, but they've lived the same story. They're just a different variation of you um, with kind of minor, you know, twists and turns in there. They explain a little bit more in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse with the canon events is that every Spider-Man kind of has the same story. They all have a tragedy. They all get bit by the spider. They all kind of have these canon events. In this movie, time doesn't work like that. Time is, is very fragile and very unpredictable. 
Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne and Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne do their best to explain that. Michael Keaton does that with with the spaghetti, saying that mm-hmm. there is there is your timeline, but then he put another spaghetti noodle on top of that one and saying, but this is a, another one. You going back to to wherever in in time automatically will destroy your timeline, automatically, and unless you can do something which we haven't yet f- to figure out uh, to reverse all of that, but. The mere act of you going back in time will create, I guess, in, for Marvel's ter- term, an incursion enough to where your past is no and your future no longer exist. And that's what he's doing in this one. So when this Barry goes back into whatever time this is and sees the young Barry, the new one, this is a whole separate thing that's happening, a whole separate world. So in this world... This Barry never gets the powers. He never is motivated to go into criminal psychology or criminal forensics to look into his father's innocence. He never gets those powers. He get, lives this life of being a normal person. In that same world, um, Bruce Wayne in this part, his parents might have still died, but Gotham's fixed. He he is a warrior without a war. He is at home because his money went to Gotham. Gotham is thriving in this world. It's not a decrepit crime city or like, like the other ones. Everything is fine. So there's no need for Batman. There's no need for supers. There's it's fine in this world. And that's the problem. Because of that there are no supers and that's when Zod is able to come down and destroy everything because in this world there are no supers. So, okay. Anytime that he would go back, he is creating separate noodles, separate things on top of each other. And um it's creating new timelines. Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne described it when he took all the noodles and put it on that plate. Yeah, so yeah, instead this, of, yeah. So that's a good way of putting it. Instead of just the one noodle, now plop, you got a whole pot full of noodles. And every time that young Barry was going back in time, that's a new timeline. Every time we went back, that's another one. This matters because in Marvel's world, uh, world there's already established worlds. There's already Earth 1, 2, 3, 4, and they all have these numbers into however many, into the multiverse, right? In this world, the timeline is one and true, and it stays that way only until Barry is able to go back in time. And then when he then goes back in time, he is now creating the chaos of all these different worlds. Do you understand now? Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. And that's why I was wondering, like, that's the best way to explain it because the whole noodle thing was great. I was I was wondering, it was like, oh, so did, did Catwoman and Penguin happen? Um, did Riddler Two-Face happen to him? Like, I'm just curious where he was on it. But I think you explained it pretty well. Yeah, um, yeah. and I, I think um, after a while, it probably does exist because in all of those worlds, that young Barry creates, we see it at the end where all the, the worlds kind of come clashing. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, again, some, some giddy stuff here for everybody. Um, of course, stereotype, old Michael Keaton. No, I'm not going to help you. See you later. They go into the well where he fell to become Batman. They're in the Batcave. Um, it's not the traditional Batcave from Tim Burton's 89 or 92 Batman. Actually, we don't see a Batcave really in 92 batman but not really a little bit but not a little bit maybe like an entrance 
Yeah, but not like, like we driveway. did in 89. Where, <laughs> yeah, like, so, like, um, so in 89 Batman, we get a little bit of it. So this definitely was expanded upon. It was fun to see us because, oh, this is all the stuff that I'm sure Tim Burton could have filmed, but he couldn't, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, it was cool to see the bat plane. It was cool. It was the, cool. When the bat plane went up to the moon? I did. I got a little yeah, with it. Yeah, of course. Um, and, of course, you know, Michael Keaton comes out and he does that, yeah. I'm Batman. I'm and it's like, yeah, God damn it, you are. Yes, <laughs> y- yes, you are. Uh, Always no, and forever. Yeah, it, you know, uh, you know what's really funny is um, my father, who was 30 years older than me, he came over there the night. And I was like, hey, Dad, I got to I gotta show you The Flash. So I, I gave him the copy of The Flash to watch. Sure. And I'm like, Dad, Michael Keaton, blah, 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 blah. And why I'm telling you this is because just for our nostalgia of a show, my dad was roughly around our age when 89 Batman came out, give or take, right? Close okay. to it, right? And I said, Dad, Michael Keaton's my Batman, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, man, Adam West is my Batman. And I go, how is that? He goes, Jordan, his exact words, and I quote, you have to understand the general audience – we were pissed when we heard he was Batman because he was in Mr. Mom. He's he, Michael Keaton was a comedic actor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, he's like, who's like a big comedian actor now? And I was like, I don't know. Like, Seth Rogen is funny and goofy, I guess. The first thing popped in my mind. And he was like, imagine if Seth Rogen was Batman and you were supposed to take it seriously. I, I, I mean, was I like, would use, obviously, Heath Ledger's Joker. Right, but I'm just going off of what my dad was kind of going through back then. Like, you know, okay. like nobody wanted him. But uh, didn't we feel the same way about Heath Ledger and the Joker when that was first announced? Like, that got a lot of backlash. It did, but I don't think people like me and you thought that way. You and I think differently when it comes to movies. A and more we, open. Yeah, I'm like, we saw what we did with Brokeback, and people get a little like, eh, with Brokeback in my life. But it's like, Duke can act, so he's going to do something. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that anyway, so it was nice to see the bat plane. It was nice to see in the bat suit. This is like the OG bat suit, too. Like, I mean, this was this was good. Now, not the actual OG one. They replicated it, but he looked great and he's here to help out the team. And they're going to go to Russia to save Cal L. Cal L. Right. Yep. Uh, Superman, uh, who was who came and Russians took him. So I got giddy. So I told you in the beginning of this episode, and for people who are still listening, that I love DC's characters but don't know the stories that well. Um, but I know that there's a comic book or is it an animated movie where if Cal L landed in Russia and he was like yeah. Red Superman. So when they said they're going to Russia, I was like, oh, are we getting this, Cal L? I thought so too, to be honest. I, 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 I thought we were getting that. But no, they, they break in. Bruce Wayne does this great Batman stuff. I didn't know that Batman was bulletproof in the first two Batman movies, but I guess he was because he just throws his cape up and just gets molded by bullets. Don't doesn't bother him at all. Um, what? you did? Yeah, you did. He, he not had like he, that. Not well, like that. Okay, though. you're right. Yeah. I mean, like he would get shot once by Joker's guys in the original, but like as a Teflon. Yeah. Yeah, not like that. Yeah. Um. He does the battering move like did at Batman Returns, you know, where he broke in the battering, does its thing. He moves great. The Michael Keaton stuff is great. It should have been the whole movie. This was great. It's a Flash movie still. If this was a Flashpoint movie, then yeah, I could see Batman and Bruce Wayne being a lot more involved. But, yeah. So um, yeah. 
educate me on this. So I probably, this is a comic, probably not a comic, but again, the whole like red Superman thing. But, um, when they first saved Superman, I couldn't really tell who it was. So I was like, Oh, this is red Superman. And then when they <laughs> carry Superman out, it's not Superman. It's now again, this is my thought. I was like, Oh, this is Supergirl. Is this Supergirl? Uh, yeah, I guess you want to call this it is that. Supergirl. No, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, from the TV shows, oh, yeah, comics, this is Supergirl. Yes, this is this is Kara Zorel. This is Supergirl. That's this her is, name. This, and... is, this is Superman's cousin. Yes. So, in the Michael Keaton universe, we get Supergirl and stuff. Cal Cal El is dead. We find out. Cal El is dead. Zord had killed him as an infant. So, uh, by the way, did what his face come back to play? General Zod, Michael Shannon, he's credited for it. I don't think so. That might have been just something that they used his likeness for because I thought Michael Shannon was very vocally against doing any more action or as uh, Marvel movies. But uh, DC I, movies, I, I, excuse me, superhero movies in general, to be honest. Oh, I, okay. I, I thought that he was, yeah, you know, he's one of those actors where it's, it's kind of like he did it originally because uh, Man of Steel actually had a better story on paper than it did in execution. Uh, and I think maybe those maybe at the dawn of it, I I'll have to look it up, but I really did think that Michael Shannon was maybe he approved it for the, his likeness because we saw him only straight. Up, yeah. Yeah. Only yeah. as a computer generated thing. Like it was only a, in, in a spacesuit with a kind of reflection. So I would imagine that they just maybe used his likeness, and so, uh, it was not him on that. So they save Supergirl, and she has the same blanket, right? Like the S for hope symbol as Superman. Yep. And she is this universe's Superman. She's and Supergirl. General Zod, Supergirl. Uh, she comes, uh, and then Zod comes here to... Now, 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 does Zod come here to find Supergirl? Does he come... No, yes, he does, because he already killed... Cal Al, he killed Superman. So he's here to kill Supergirl. And yes. Supergirl looks great. I don't know who this actress is. For oh, some reason, she looks... Hold on, excuse me. Uh, it says that Michael Shannon admits reprising Zod in the Flash film wasn't satisfying. So I guess he did reprise the role, uh, but he just was unfulfilled by it. Boo-hoo. Uh, These probably multiverse got paid. movies are like somebody playing with action figures as he cashes his check to the bank. <laughs> you know, just want someone, an actor like him, to be, like, so righteous and be like, I, I don't like what this direction is and, like, burn the check on, like, TikTok. Like, okay, then I would believe your BS. But, no, you cash that check. Yeah, he says that he was confused. Uh, it was not satisfying because they, for the Flash movie, he's like, well, I thought my character was done from Superman. Um, anyway, but uh, what were we going on about uh, Supergirl? Oh, the actress? Oh. I thought she was great. No, I thought she was great too. Um, she looks familiar to me. I I don't know if I've seen her in a Scream sequel recently. I, I mean, like she she looks young, and I I don't know who she is. Is she anybody? I'm pretty sure this was her debut. Uh, oh, well, Sasha she... Sasha Kelly, Kale. Uh, she's an American actress. Uh, oh, she came from the soaps, Young and Restless. That's still on. Uh, yeah, so this is her, this is a, the first big, this is the first movie role. 
Well, I, I definitely liked her in it. Um, I liked her and the um, back and forth with Barry and blah, blah, blah. But then we get into a big battle, right? We get into a big battle in the middle of the Nevada desert. Every time we're in a battle where there's no other humans, I kind of giggle because of the whole controversy with Man of Steel, right? With like Superman's supposed to save people and all these people in Metropolis died. That nonsense that people complained about. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, by the way, uh, Superman Red Sun is what you're talking is what you're thinking about with the Russian. Thank you. So we get in this big battle in the Nevada desert. Um, and this is where it gets kind of interesting where uh, Barry and young Barry. By the way, I love that young Barry took a Batman suit and tried to make it flash and it didn't fit him. And it was hilarious. Like hilarious. it was little things like that. That was great. Like his face was messed up with his mask. Yeah, he it was to great. Turn and like the rubber yeah. max wouldn't let him. Yeah, it was funny. But Batman dies, Supergirl dies, and they go back in time. And eventually, our Barry is like, no matter what, Bat Michael Keaton's Batman and Supergirl are going to die. Yeah, no what matter they, what in this universe. Uh, yeah. What did they call it? Like an inevitable. Uh, event is that what it was? So then, in this timeline, then young Barry has his mom, but General Zod is here to destroy Earth. So even though that he got his mom back, General Zod's still gonna blow up the Earth. Inevitable. Right? What's what's that? I'm saying that in this universe, one more time is. Barry wanted his mom to be alive, so he goes back in time. We get young Barry, but it doesn't matter because in this universe, Zod's going to kill Batman, kill Supergirl, and destroy the Earth anyway. Yes. So you got your mom back for a little bit of time, but guess what? You're all dead anyway. Correct. So, right. uh, yes, an inevitable event is what they're calling that in, in the DC uh, kind of sucks because I like Supergirl and I thought she was really strong. I enjoyed her uh, in this movie. So yeah, she for her, her powers to f- pretty quick in this movie, don't you think? Right, right. But for her to fail though, kind of sucks. You know, like kind of sucks that she fails. Um, Michael Keaton dies. I mean, of, of course that was going to happen, right? We all knew he wasn't going to continue. I didn't know but, how they're. Yeah, I didn't know how they're going to do it. But he's he's, he's done. Um. Yeah, but yeah, um, and because of this, it uh, I think it triggers young Barry because he hears the news originally in the Batcave, right? He eavesdrops um, the real reason why old Barry came back. It was to save his mother because in his old Barry's time, his mother dies, and young Barry kind of realizes that, and upon upon hearing that news, becomes a little bit more motivated. But as he's doing this battle. And realizes that, oh, geez, if I lose this, then I will also lose everything, including my mother. And that's what drives young Barry into going into this cycle route of just looping back and forth to try, I'm sorry, looping constantly back in time to try to save the world. And this is where our Barry realizes very quickly that this is happening. And this is where the worlds collide. This is where we see everything. This is when I said at the beginning of the episode, this is a great one. Valley, man, yeah. This was great seeing like 19 like 30s Batman because I've seen that. Have you seen that like 1930s 40 Batman like that gray, not like a black and white, but kind of like that gray tone, like really really bad detective Batman from the 30s. I've not seen it, no. Uh, but they had the no. Original, it's they on had, YouTube. They had the original Flash on there. 
Yeah, I know. With the old like World War II helmet with, yeah. the, with the bolts, they had like Adam West Batman. I didn't see Jack Nicholson's Joker. I love the little. I love the little joke too, where where it was a laughing bag. You know, oh, yeah. like like all these things were great. Uh, every it, it kind of reminded me, and I'm sorry to bring the movie back up again, but it kind of reminded me of when uh, we were watching Space Jam Two with all the characters around watching. It was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like the big one though, Jordan. Come on, let's talk on. about what'd you, it. Why'd you say it? Nick Cage fighting the giant spider. Yeah, so everybody knows who's a film nerd like us knows about Kevin Smith's famous early mid two thousand speech at a college about him being chosen to write Superman Lives, I believe is the title. Uh, is it an evening with Kevin Smith? An evening with Kevin Smith, yes. And this is where he tells the story that Warner Brothers asked him to write for Superman Lives, and he was assigned with a producer that just loves giant spiders. Eventually, Kevin Smith gets fired uh, when Tim Burning gets signed on to do his own writing, and, of course, the guy that produced that was producing Superman Lives went on to produce uh, wild wild west wild with west. The giants with a giant spider at the end that was the punchline of the story a famous story and then years go on years go on years go on and all of a sudden there's a there's a picture of nicholas cage and now i've seen two versions of this and the original version i saw was nicholas cage like in this clear suit with like lights everywhere okay and then the original suit yeah, you know, I'm showing some time, and, and and he had this long. He looked terrible. He <laughs> yeah. looked he looked like a crack addict. Yeah, and yeah. what's really funny is that this was like, this was like right before, like after, like Con Air. This was like mid to late night. Like he just got done doing The Rock. This is still long hair cage. So that was Con Air. That was ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, this. You know, so everybody knows the story. If you don't know who's listening, just YouTube Kevin Smith Superman Lives, you'll get the joke. But to see, to finally see uh, Nicolas Cage fighting a giant spider at the end, to to get that punchline twenty some years later is 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 absolutely funny. Yeah, it's it's. I now, was, now, I was now, hyped up for it, man. I was like, oh, I, I, you know, you, you get in the edge of your seat a little bit, and I'm watching real and. Real intensely. Did Nicolas Cage actually do this, or is this just a likeness? Uh, it looks like just a likeness. It, 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 um, that CGI was too bad <laughs> for it to be real. <laughs> and what's really funny, too, is that in, in Kevin Smith's story, though, the producer said he doesn't want him in that suit. He doesn't want him to fly, and he doesn't want him to shoot lasers out of his eyes. But in this movie, he does all those things against this giant spider. So yeah. I guess it was best of both worlds. Well, the fun thing about that evening, Kevin Smith, is they talked about how at that point, pretty much every superhero movie was made by people who don't know what the comics are, and it shows. Uh, case in point, yeah. Batman, Tim Burton's Batman's. Does it though? I mean, like I, 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 I don't. But can we just sideway for a second? Are, are, are you telling me that you don't think Tim Burton made a good Batman movie? I think he made a Batman movie, but. The Batman 1 and Batman 2, if you were to compare that to, like, a comic or, like, the comics, no, that's... Uh, Would you say Nolan's was more on point? Nolan's brought a real take to it, 
but there was the like the Norton uh, excuse me Nolan made it real whereas Tim Burton made it cartoony originally these are supposed to be detective comics right they're supposed to just be kind of here's the mystery let's solve it let's go and then with your uh, kind of interesting characters that came into it Adam West his Batman is parody that's a damn parody Jordan if you watch so his is, movie that's, right. that's that's basically kind of a, they're making a joke of it basically so 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 was Robert Pattinson's Batman the most accurate comic book style then well because Robert Pattinson is new Batman Right, but but what I'm asking though is that is Robert oh. Pattinson's Batman movie the closest to the comic compared? Yeah, to... I guess that would be a pretty good representation of it. Where, yeah, you know, maybe Nolan's is too because uh, in the other movies, it's there's not a whole lot of Bruce Wayne at, at in those, and the whole part of it is the torment of Bruce Wayne is his story you know he's doing batman because of this whereas in tim burton it feels like uh bruce wayne just has a bunch of money he's like all right well i guess i'll become my superhero then and it focuses around the cartoony villains rather than it does bruce wayne it makes some mention of bruce wayne like there's a part i remember very fondly where michael keaton who god god bless michael keaton by the way where he's eating dinner with kim basinger in his mansion and I think she makes a comment about something like, oh, well, you know, isn't that in your other room? He's like, he's like I have a what? You know, because he, he's he's a loner. You know, he's he's alone in this giant mansion of a house and he doesn't know what the hell to do with it. So he creates that. But yeah, I, I would maybe watch The Evening Kevin with Smith again. He goes into a little more detail about how um, Tim Burton really just made more of a Tim Burton movie than a Batman movie. Which is funny, and then we'll get back on track here. Which is funny because that's so Hollywood, right? Penguin, like penguin's not a not supposed to be an actual penguin, you know. He's not supposed well, to be an actual anthropomorphic creature. He's just supposed to be like a mob boss that happens to to have the traits of a penguin. Which is kind of like what Robert Pattinson's was, but I like his take on it, though. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, Listen, they're, they're iconic. A, yeah, they're iconic, and we're sidetracking. And I do apologize, but I just. Uh, I, I feel um, that Come back full circle, is... by the way, Kevin Smith did direct an, uh, a few episodes of the Flash series. Nice. Yeah, I see that. Look, man, um, this is the moment where I wanted to talk to you about it the most. This is the moment where I was giddy the most, like generally giddy. Uh, this is everything that my late 30s wanted. Like, this is, oh my God, Nicolas Cage's Superman. This is absolutely... <laughs> crazy and nuts and i can't believe i'm getting this and michael keenan's back and just like like i mean like all this stuff is just it was just fun it was just fun and i wish my daughter was a little bit older so she could have seen these movies and got the joke you know yeah um but i thoroughly enjoyed this whole stuff and then we get dark flash which you find out is is young barry which i called right you know like is Dark Flash just yes or no? Dark Flash comic, yes, no. Uh, yeah, he's, he's okay. Not not like in the origin or like the new, but he's he's a character. Okay, so yeah, we get this, and and then eventually this is when Barry plays. Eventually, our Barry figures out he can play with time a little bit and security cameras, and and prove in a new timeline. Uh, that his dad was innocent. His dad was getting a can of tomatoes. Why his mom was murdered. Now his dad's been acquitted. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, we find that out. And then, you know, walk out of the courthouse, you know, snapping pictures. Everybody's talking. And then we get this big car. He thinks it's Ben Affleck. And we get the reveal of this multiverse is Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I wanted somebody that we're, that we that we just can't get because of health reasons. But out comes George Clooney. Batman and Robin's George Clooney, but we all knew that if his that that if that if his health was there, this would have been Val Kilmer, and that's would, who we would have been all. But I, I thought that um, the rumor was that they shot an ending with George Clooney, they shot an ending with Michael Keaton, and they shot an ending with. Um, I thought it was rumored to be Christian Bale, but uh, now that I'm looking at, it, I don't see anything co- confirmed with that. Um, and then the the anonymous ending. Right. I mean, but you and when I say we as audiences, I'm saying me and you, we wanted Val Kilmer. Yeah, of course. That would have been awesome to see. Why do we like Val Kilmer more than Clooney's? Because 95's Batman Forever came out at a perfect age for us. Is the movie actually so good that it's it's so bad that it's good? Is it better than Batman and Robin? No, it's it's because Clooney's was so bad. Clooney... Clooney's movie, what? That was Mr. Freeze, right? Yeah, Freeze and Poison Ivy. Yeah, Freeze and Poison Ivy. And Bang. So, yeah. So, he had nipples in that movie. So did Batman. He played hockey in that movie. In the beginning. Yeah, but, like, but, 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 but see, Bell Kimmer's Batman had nipples, too. I mean, but you and I, you, but the reason why I'm asking this question is that it was cool to see Clooney in this. It was really cool. And I'm sure his salary to be in it for five seconds cost more than half of the budget. I'm just I'm just wondering though why do we want because I knew without even talking to you that you and I both want Kilmer. What is it about Kilmer? He's Iceman, man. He's a cool guy. He's I don't fuck Iceman. I'm talking about Batman. <laughs> I'm just I'm just you know I don't why... know why because he's honestly not the best Bruce Wayne. He's, <laughs> he's terrible. He's a terrible Batman. Why do we want him? Is think, it just because he's more iconic? No, I I think just because of Val Kilmer, man, because everyone's just kind of rooting for him, maybe. Were you happy to get George Clooney? It felt like more of a gag with George Clooney, and it's confirmed that all this with George Clooney was a gag. Oh! James okay, Gunn okay. Had, had confirmed that this is a gag, so I don't know if he's going to, uh, how they're George going to Clooney's, get back. George- yeah, yeah, George Clooney's not going to come back ever. Uh, I wouldn't think so. But again, James Gunn had said that he wants his new Batman to be an older Batman. I would be okay to see George Clooney as this Batman. I don't see how they would do it. like Unless they have it like to where he's passing the torch. To, Are we going to get something. a Batman Beyond, maybe? Not too sure. Maybe, but... I, this is all on James Gunn now, so he's already really started to to lay the groundwork. Um, hold on, let me pull up uh, James Gunn DCU if you want. Yeah, so let's let's get into that before we get into our popcorn rating. Um, our hopes for the future. Sometimes with big movies like this, we talk about our hopes. Um, because oh, yeah, a few things I want to talk about the time travel thing. Yeah, I, I, we want to talk about before we get into our popcorn. So. Uh, you've heard it here first, maybe I don't know, but Eric. Am I the only one that's nervous about James Gunn? Is, is James Gunn one of those directors where he's made a, some good movies that we enjoy, but now he's completely spirit? I mean, Zack Snyder was the same way, right? I mean, like, do 
is 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 the new Suicide Squad that James Gunn did that great? Like, do we want this? I think it's just more passionate. You actually have somebody who is a character himself who wants to make fun character movies. I I think that's the big difference is that a lot of these uh, people uh, making superhero movies, they have to answer to the production. That's the big problem with these superhero movies is that a director does not have free reign anymore. Right. That's, that's the big change. And I think that's a big reason why Hollywood is veering off from uh, a lot of these, or at least I'm sorry that it's split is because the way the Marvel formula works and the way that they're able to do all these movies so quickly in production is because they plan everything around the visual effects. If they have a big battle scene like infinity war, they have to spend a lot of time making that part. Right. And if you spend majority of your budget into that, that 15 minute battle scene right there, then the rest of the movie is going to have to net to be driven around that one scene. You have to make a lot of decisions because something's already in production. There's been a lot of directors that turned down the roles of, of director in these movies because they didn't have creative control. They were forced to, Make a few things. Who was the, uh, uh, Black Widow? Um, the director originally was supposed to that turned it down because she couldn't make the movie that she wanted. She uh, had to obey to like the fight scenes. So she said, "Okay, well, we're gonna have Black Widow um, do this," and Marvel would say, "No, don't worry about that. We already have those fight scenes covered." It's like, well, then why am I even here? This is this is kind of like how um, it's kind of like how TV does it, right? Where it's, it's kind of like gun for hire. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like, all right, we have the script. Let's just get any old director in here and um, have them be a director for a bit, but have them respond to the money, have respond to the suits. James Gunn is the, I think, the only person in the Marvel world, in the Marvel MCU, uh, whatever the hell, that was able to, I think it's going to be one or two more, but he was able to make a script before. So Guardians 1, 2, and 3 were different because he was able to... Um, he didn't write that script, but he, you know, he was able to kind of confirm, do the old school way. Whereas, here's the script I have for my screenwriters. This is the movie that I want to make, and he was able to do script first, and then they built it around that rather than it being like, okay, yeah, you can make a Guardians the movie. It needs to include um, this fight scene, this fight scene, and this character. And so I think he, James Gunn, having creative control over DC, is going to help. That the, Do you think this is DC's like like hail mary? Like yes. DC's not going to work unless James. I mean, like if, if James Gunn fails, then DC's done. No, no, no. I I think very much that DC has learned from their mistakes, and they said, okay, well, listen, we've sunk a lot of money into this, and we aren't getting the returns that Marvel is getting. Marvel is getting billions. They're making billions, and it's ridiculous to me that people are saying that Marvel's dead when they're still making billion-dollar movies. Um, I think they're just in the middle of a, of a rediscovery period right now. I think the suits or Warner Brothers had learned that, okay, we shouldn't be making these decisions. We should just let the nerds do what nerds do and let them do that. And so I think they finally made that um, kind of lesson. They, they've, you know, were able to kind of pick themselves up and dust off and say, all right, listen, James, this is what's going to happen. Here's the thing. We'll give you three movies and we'll go from there. And he said, okay, I won't, I won't let you, you know, I won't let you down. 
Well, so, I feel that a, I feel that a movie like this, though, because we have Blue uh, Beetle coming up still. Is oh Blue Beetle? Yeah, that's a part. Is 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 that a part of this? No. Yes. It's DC, so I, I would imagine that um, it's a part of the slate. Like uh, Aquaman two is still coming out. Batman two was confirmed. Batman two is different, right? Like we established that. There's a it, isn't it, there a new Joker coming out too? Joker, I'm so excited for that one. Joker, Joker volley out duel, October twenty four. Um, There's a new okay. Shazam, and no Black Adam. Barack has confirmed that. Um, yeah, because he's doing Fast X. So Eric, I, I I don't do this this often. You know this. I'm into popcorn ratings, but um, do do you think that it's justified if I say that we can't give this one a medium, like like it's either one extreme or the other? Okay. Because I because I feel like if we give the Flash a medium, I feel that's going to satisfy our listeners. And what I mean by that is. You know, John Smith listener listens to our review of The Flash. He was like, oh, they gave it a medium. Yeah, I figured that's a medium. Like, do you feel this movie deserves more than that? Yeah, so here, here's my gripe with it. And I'll tell you it now. I'll give you my, my rating. Because uh, two things with the time travel thing. Uh, one is that the entire movie, most of the entire movie, is spent on, on Barry learning, growing. You know, it, this movie is unique enough because... Barry is both the hero and the villain. He is both the student and the mentor. He is everything, but also, you know, the supporting cast around him is also kind of helping around too. It's very unique to have this where you have the one character who is kind of the omnipotent, you know, threat and hero at the same time. He's just everywhere at once. Um, but he ultimately learns his lesson about time travel, right? Wink, wink. But he still goes back in time and takes the can and puts it on the top shelf. When he when he fixes everything, um, he goes back and accepts you know that his mother's lost. So he goes back to take the can out of her shopping cart that he put in there originally, and instead of putting it back where it belonged, he put it on the top shelf. So his father would reach on the top shelf of the can, therefore looking up at the camera, proving his innocence, right? So when he gets back, and that's where Judy comes in. So why that bothers me is because he didn't learn his lesson, obviously, with time travel then. Right, of course not. No. Yeah, if yeah, otherwise you just put that can back to where it was and continue to live your, your, live your life. The other one is that if he's going back in time to do all this, uh, and he's, a, again, a criminal uh, kind of a investigator, or, you know, whatever you want to say, why not go back to the part where you can see the robber go into the house or see the robber leaving your house. Why can't you do that to, to identify the robber, therefore helping your case or your father's case even a bit more? Like, I, I felt like that would have been something that um, we had this unnamed robber going in. It's like, right, well, if you go back in time, couldn't you just, like, catch that? Or, I don't know, couldn't you, like, call 911 preemptively? I, there's a few different things, I think, that um, he could have done differently uh to, to help that but it was not addressed i guess it's it's fine here we are not a big deal anymore um i enjoyed this movie jordan the more and more i think about it, the more and more i liked it and the one thing i don't like about that is the horrible cgi i think <laughs> we can all agree that there are some parts in this movie that looked great that they took their time on 
other parts, many other parts, where they were rushed and they said, all right, well, that's good enough. We don't need to render that anymore. That looks good. And, <laughs> and they got something out of the PlayStation 2 generation. Yeah, it didn't look too good. And it did not look good. But um, the way that this is set up, man, like, I was really, like, left going, holy cow, I think I wanted a little bit more of this. I'll give this a large if you, if, uh, just, just for the story alone, just for the growth of, of Barry, uh, again, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I, than I wanted to, man. I really was going into this expecting to hate watch it, and then it kind of grew on me. Maybe I, I, I do have a big bias for, for DC and Flash, but I, I would watch this again, and I would tell people, like, hey, this is not the worst DC movie. It's actually probably one of the better ones. I, I would put it's it better than Aquaman. It's yeah, better than Aquaman. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, I, I hated Aquaman. Um, y- you know, I definitely want to agree with you. Uh, one of the things that you didn't address is, would this movie, would we feel this way about this movie if the Michael Keaton stuff in the middle not happened? Like, what if that didn't happen? What I, if it was something else? Act 2 was, was the stronger part of this movie, I think. Act 3 is right. really where it kind of gets a little... Kind of falls. Yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. falls apart. But, like, Act 2 is where Michael Keaton and all this stuff happens. Like, is it is it just because we are in our late 30s that this Michael Keaton thing is, is just pulling at our heartstrings? I'm like, did they do it the right way because of that? Because this director did it, and we grew up with the TV movie It, and that pulled at our heartstrings. And he did a great job for the first part, not the second part with that movie. So, like, is, is this guy that guy? Is that director that guy? Um, do I want to give this a small? Do I want to give this a large? I don't know. If I get this a large, then I can't believe I'm sitting here thinking that, oh, my God, Flash is a large. Is it just this second part of the movie? But you're right. There's a lot of parts to, to poke holes, like in that. And I don't mean to cut right. you off, but again, in that Bruce Wayne part with with Bruce Wayne, when they asked Bruce, "Hey, well, can you help?" and he goes, "Nah," or nah. "Pass," or something like that. It's like well, you're Batman. Like you, you, yeah. You obviously been wanting to do this. You left the door open, you know. And a yeah, person with so... superhuman powers comes into your house and asks for your help to defeat. On the news, there's an alien on the, and you still say pass. Yeah, he still says pass, right? Like we've been there, done that. So, like, I'm mean, like, but does that damn this movie? Um, you, you know, there's so many questions. Like, I mean, you gave it a large, and I'm sitting here talking to you for a long time on this. I just, I feel like for some reason, normally I don't feel this way about my popcorn readings, but I feel like my popcorn reading like is definitely gonna like, tell people you should say this or not. Um, for some reason, I don't know why I feel that way, but. You know what? You know, yeah, screw it, dude. Yeah, man, I, I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, dude, this this is a large. I mean, and because it's a large, this could be this is gonna be in our movie guys podcast uh, awards as best film of the year because we both give it a large. Well, like uh, you you said that we cannot give it a medium. Well, because because I feel like a move because there are sometimes in our history with movie guys podcast, and you know a few. Your memory's good. You're right. Where. Where this, where this, where, where, where there's a certain movie that comes along where giving it a medium is such a cop out. Yeah. And, and, and you and I, like, and, and if I did not make that rule, we both would have given this movie a, a freaking medium. Yeah. You know what? And I feel like a lot of superhero movies that we have done end up being mediums for that same reason, where it's right. like, you know, it's, I was entertained, but 
dot, yeah, dot, but dot. this, but this, but this. Like, I feel like I was entertained. I mean, I never thought I'd be entertained with a Flash movie. Like, how about this? This gave me the feels that Thor 3 did. Like, we went into Thor 3. I think we reviewed Thor 3, too, when it came out. Yeah, we did. Love and Thunder? Yeah, no, Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah, like, I, this was back when we go to the theaters every week, like, before COVID was around. Yeah. And, like, I went into Thor 3 not wanting to see it at all. Like, dragging, kicking me, screaming. And I walked out of there like, this is a large, this is great. Um, I, 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 just, I just feel like, without trying to explain myself more, I just feel like a, a medium, this is a cop-out, man. Like, I mean, the, either, either, either this movie did something for you or it didn't like, like I feel in this instance, there's no gray. Um, I'm with you and, and I'll stick by, I'll stick by my yeah. rating. Yeah. This movie's a large, uh, for, for people that are our age, maybe a little bit older, um, who love Michael Keaton, this, 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 this is it for you. Yeah, just to see him in that OG bat suit. Is, is fun. And what I like, just little details, is like they made it look like a rubber suit and it wasn't. You know, like just details like that. You know, like, oh, how he turns his head because he can't really turn his head. Uh, like that nonsense. We didn't talk about Back to the Future at all. No, because they talked about that in this. And that's another thing. It's like, I mean, like. You I haven't seen Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly? Yeah, I, I, I chuckled at the Eric Stoltz Marty McFly comment. It's like, yeah, God, we've all seen that picture. Um, so, yeah, large. I mean, I went on. I'm sorry. But, yeah, Eric, I agree with you. This is a large. If, if you're our age or around our age, this, this is yeah, fun. Because, again, I feel attacking is, is nitpicking. I could go the two-and-a-half-hour yeah. runtime, you know, the, the, the bad computer graphics. But it, it, that didn't take away from the story. It just took away from the no. visual. Yeah, and it, everything else was was still kind of there. Is maybe as eye rolly as some parts would have been. I think it was complete. You had a touching story with the mom, like you had a lot yeah. of heart there. Um, Barry is a torn character, it, just like many of the DC heroes are. Yeah, man. Like I, I just wish that you know Ezra wasn't such a piece of shit, and that there maybe was a bit more setup to this movie for more. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I kind of wish this was James Gunn's, James Gunn's Iron Man 1. Like, I kind of wish that. Um, I never thought I would want that from a Flash. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's it's fun. It's really fun if you can get it on streaming, get it. Like, it's mm -hmm. something to watch. And visually, there's some parts that are bad, but some parts are great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I think we've talked enough about it. But, yeah, yeah. I'm... I'm excited to see what our fans do at the end of the year with this. I know, like, you know, we're we're months away from the Movie Guys Podcast Awards, but since we both give it a large, this is going to be nominated for Film of the Year. I don't think it's going to win. No, I don't <laughs> but, think so. But, like, you know, compare this to, like, Ant-Man Quantumania. This is better than Ant-Man. Yeah. Like, and, and, like, I really enjoyed Ant-Man in some of those, like, movies, but, like, his standalone movies I don't like. And it's like, this is so much better than Quantumanium. I feel this is better than, not all, but majority of the TV shows of Marvel that they've produced. As of late, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like Falcon Winter Soldier and all that. I just, I just, I'm really interested. So, yeah, uh, large bag for Eric and I, everybody. Uh, check it out. Uh, this is something that you guys definitely should j just see. Just see, if you grew up with Batman 89, Batman Returns, uh, that will be enough for you. 
if you're not a Batman fan, I think the story alone is is good superhero e if that's a word enough. Like it's it's it it does its job. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Eric and I always complain about runtime. Uh, I did not feel the two and a half hours. Um, nope. Sometime majority of the time we do, but this time I I, I mean I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the ride. I think this is a good ride. Yeah. Uh, but- but with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this long episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Check us out at MovieGuysPodcast at PompBee.com. Wherever you get your, get your podcast from, we are on. And thank you so much. And we'll be back next week for another awesome episode. Have a good night. Uh, Riley wanted to see Jaws. She's seven. And... I'm like, no, man, you ain't going to see Jaws. It, I mean, like, that opening is scary. And my wife was like, no, nah, you ain't seen Jaws. Yeah, man, that opening's terrifying. Now, okay, so we get that scene, right? My wife and I are in her early 30s. You know? Of course. And she just kept on bugging me. Riley kept on bugging me. I want to see Jaws. I want to see Jaws. I want to see Jaws. Now, my wife has admitted that she hates Jaws. She finds it very boring. And, and Jaws is probably my top five greatest favorite films of all time you sure. know because it's two movies in one essentially it's a horror film that is the sea adventure so i turn on jaws i said all right riley we're gonna watch the opening and this Test. was yeah this was like this was like three weeks ago eric from this recording like three weeks ago yes. so i i turn on jaws first of all says this is an end stinger i didn't know there was that much tit in it there was a lot of boob <laughs> Like, I'm like, I guess I'd block that from me, but like, you know, like they're on the beach, Riley's watching the movie and she's like, they're drinking and smoking. That's bad, dad. And I was like, yes, you're right, Riley. It is bad that they're drinking and smoking. That's why and, they're going to die. Right. And then, and, th- and then, and then the girl runs to the beach and she takes off her clothes. She's like, well, isn't she going to get cold in the water? Why is she taking off her clothes, dad? Like in a sense of a seven-year-old, you know, just Perfect. Like, just beautiful. Right. And like, you get side boob with that i'm just and my wife looks at me she's like side boob and i was like i, I forgot i'm sorry right because you don't think it's great yeah. right because you don't think about side boob and jaws right sure so girl swims in the water and and my daughter innocent as hell i can't make this up she's just like she's just swimming isn't she cold and i was like dude do you know what's gonna happen right and she's just like yeah, no, blah, 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 you know and all of a sudden she gets the first pull right the girl gets the first pull yeah. And my daughter gets a little silent and then all of a sudden the girl goes, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, and then she's being dragged. Right. And then the scene that gets me, I don't know if it gets you, but where she like screams, it hurts, it hurts. Right. Like, oh, it hurts. You know, she's screaming, oh, God, help me. She's being yeah. dragged. Right. My eyes not on the screen. My eyes on my daughter. Of course. Because I'm like, okay, this is the moment, right? This is like, I'm terrified and I'm 36 and I'm still terrified. She's watching the movie. You're watching the show. I'm watching her. Yeah. And the girl gets pulled out. God, help me. God, help me. And then pulls. Silence, right? And then Ryan looks at me and goes, that was it? Where's the shark? And I went, are you serious? And she was like, that's it? Like, it was just it was just a girl screaming. I was like, Riley, are you serious? She's like, that's it. Ugh. No, just the difference of generations. What so what did ass. 
so Eric, what did I do? The end of the story is what did I do? It's like so Sent I her to uh, her room. So I immediately fast forward to when Quint gets bit in half. <laughs> oh sure. I, yeah, I'd be like, all right, bud, you think that's nothing? All right, fine. Quick, Challenge. kick it. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and the sharks is chopping it. Quick, ah, ah. And he gets into the shark's mouth, and he's being dragged, and he's screaming, and blood's ah. everywhere. And then when the shark chomps down on Quint, and he spits blood, and his body's lifeless, and I look at Riley, and I'm like, what do you think of that, bud? And she goes, the shark's fake. I swear to God, that's not made up. I'm like, wow. what is, is it because of what she's like? There's, there's no fear. I, yeah. I, I don't know what the exposure is. Overexposure to everything else, right? The, the pains, of the world sharks aren't even a thing anymore. What's his name? Bruce. Eric. What's, that what's that shark's name? I can't wait till your child's born. And then seven years from now, you introduce them to Joe and see what, I mean, like no, just nothing. No, no, it's like I said, it's the same thing because my dad did the same thing for me with the Exorcist. He said it scared the shit out of him as a kid. And then here we are watching it, and it's just like, all right, well, it's just a girl talking bad like and throwing up all over the place. Can we fast forward to like where it gets scary, please? And you know, you could tell he's just like, oh, you know, this this like scared people in the well. And so, like, yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. You're right, though. So, what would you, I, I, or, would you do like an updated movie if it's not going to be Jaws? Like what modern movie? Saw? Deep blue, I don't know. Deep Blue Sea? Well, if you're going <laughs> for Ghost Shark. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I mean, like Halloween, but that's too. Because I, 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 I refuse. Evil dies tonight. I refuse to show her out of order, order Star Wars. I refuse. I, I, I mean, like Gina and I have fought about it. Like, I refuse to show Make her decision. out of order. Like, you have to show her the way that it's, you know. And we we watched, I don't know, about six months ago, I showed her New Hope, and she got all the way to where C-3PO and R2 crash land on Tatooine, and she was like, I'm bored. <laughs> you know, and this is like, God, you know, you watch Bluey and, and SpongeBob, you watch that garbage, you know, but you can't appreciate this art, you know, and she's just like, I <laughs> That's it. The girl, the girl's just thrashing back and forth. That's it. It's like, it's the unknown Riley. And she's like, eh. well, then I think start the challenge with, uh, some very traumatic movies. Then, uh, let's go watership down. Nice. That one, a uh, secret of Nim. Well, that's a little, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Give her some Don Bluth, man. Show her all dogs go to heaven and see if she My- recovers from that. Might as well show her seven while we're at it. <laughs> seven <laughs> does not have as much prostitution as all dogs go to heaven. No, but a guy does fuck a girl to death. She'll ask me a lot of questions. <laughs> what did he do to the girl, Dad? Like, what did he put on? Like, yeah, that's a good, good one. 